everybody it's uh episode number five of the wth breakout uh coming at you live from the well not live really from the cave down the hill from the mother cave um just a breakout solo show but it's not quite so solo um the captain is um not with us today he is um having adventures and just living the dream but I am joined today with my, probably one of my favorite people in the world. I don't really want to say probably. I want to say she is. Um, who are you? I, his daughter, Evelyn. That is my daughter, Evelyn. And she has some, um, you know, we, we have good insight into each other's lives, her and I. And we like to... Um, have what we call punk time which is daddy daughter dates and um the cool thing about me and her is we have a pretty open dialogue about um life so if she's ever dealing with something she'll come to me and she'll say hey dad i'm having an issue with this and it, it works out pretty well but we're not going to get too personal with, with certain things today but the one thing that i did want to talk about today um is something that i think um helps all of us um, which is music now um, one of the things like because like I said I, I'm a youth leader at our church and I like to do these little icebreaker questions where I ask the students I say hey uh, what kind of music do you like just I mean there's no right or wrong answer I'm just wanting to get them to talk and they say oh I don't like music I'm like that is a lie because we all like some sort of music right Evelyn mm-hmm um, and so basically with, when, when I say that it's, it doesn't have to be like rap rock or country or jazz. It could very well be like just something in like a movie, like an action movie, um, where there's an intense movie score with like, um, you know, j just drums or whatever, something that gets your, gets your blood flowing or gets, um, Get your foot tapping, you know, something that makes you feel good. Um, what kind of music do you like, Evelyn? Um, I have a lot of different types of music. I don't really have a genre, but I have a lot of artists I like. I like um, Billie Eilish, Alec Benjamin. He's not really a known singer, but he's a really good singer, and he has a lot of really good songs that are impactful. Yeah? Yeah. Um, now, with those um, types of, um, uh, I guess you would say bands or artists, are they generally upbeat or are they kind of sadder, somber style music? 
they are more sad and somber because they have like um some like they're like actually like happy and sad but they the songs have the best of both worlds in one now someone might say how could a sad song help you get through a difficult time like for me um i know when i'm having a difficult time i'll listen to something that's completely opposite of what i'm feeling so i'll listen to something that's um if i'm having a bad day i'll listen to something that gets my blood pumping that way i could um you know kind of counteract that sadness or whatever so i guess i would say i would listen to heavy metal if I'm feeling down because it kind of gets me out of that funk that I'm in and brings my spirits back up, even though it is generally angry music, but like how would sad music get you out of from being sad? Um, I feel like sometimes it helps me like almost just process my feelings a little more. And also the lyrics kind of show me like if they're like relatable to how I'm feeling, it shows me that I'm not alone. That's pretty good. Yeah. And, um, it helps me just kind of, like, this might sound bad, but, like, it kind of helps me just, like, get my emotions out and stuff like that. And then I feel like I feel more ready to conquer the day afterwards. No, that's, that's really good. I mean, when you have, like, like you said, I don't know why you you said, like, that would sound bad getting your emotions out. Um, there's songs that I hear that, uh, I know the backstory on the band. And what they're going through. And when I hear the song, like, and then I hear the, I'm not really a lyrics guy. I don't really listen to the lyrics. I listen to the beat. But then, so obviously me, me as a drummer, I listen to the drums first. And then I could sense the passion in that. I could sense passion and, and anger or just love in an instrument while it's, while they're playing it. But like, if I hear, um, um, like, like if I know what they're going through and then I hear the song, it could hit that beat in me where I'm like, man, that song was emotional because I know how they felt like during that song when they're writing it. There's a song um, that just came out. Uh, well, I don't want to say it just came out. I just heard it. It's called Cross Out. Um, it's by um, the guitarist of a band called Lamb of God. And the singer on it is Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park. And I, I believe it's one of the last songs he ever sang before he killed himself. And hearing his voice again got me a little emotional because I'm like, man, like that dude was going through so much stuff and nobody knew about it. And it's so hard to, um, like... It's hard to help someone when they can mask those emotions so well like he did. But there's some sort of like eeriness behind it that when I heard that song, I got kind of emotional. And I'm like, man, I'm sensitive. And then what's funny is because you look, you listen to the song afterwards, you're like, man, after hearing that and knowing what he ended up doing to himself, I could sense a lot of pain in that song where I don't know if I would have been able to sense it um like before or in if he did something like that so um what it's with music like is that your number one go-to if you're feeling uh down or you need any motivation um well 
sometimes also when I need motivation, I like to listen to some soundtracks from, like, serious movies, like, thrillers, or, like, I like to listen to the soundtrack of Interstellar, because... Hans Zimmer. Yeah, I know how to play some of the songs on the piano. Um, I feel like some of the <coughs> intenseness of the music kind of gets me upbeat, like, okay, I'm ready to do this, and I'm, like, feel a lot... Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Hans Zimmer is amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird. Like, if you were to watch a movie with no soundtrack, and then you hear a Hans Zimmer soundtrack over it, it's like two different movies. Yeah. And just that, especially that Interstellar soundtrack, those, those uh, the piano work he does, and then even in his, like, I'm pretty sure if I was to see him live, because he does his live stuff, if I was to go watch him live and play that stuff live, I'd probably be in tears. Yeah. And it's just music. It's not even, there's no words. It's just music. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy about it is how you compose drums and guitar and bass. And all you're doing is you're, you're interweaving different sounds together to make a certain noise. And it creates a various amount of emotions. You could listen to the Lion King soundtrack. That'll make you happy. But then you end up going to, like, um, and this is basically all Hans Zimmer at this point. Then if you go to, let's say, um, like, um, Pirates of the Caribbean, Interstellar. Well, not so much Interstellar. Pirates of the Caribbean, Sherlock Holmes, stuff like that. They're more upbeat and funny sounding. And you're like, oh, that's kind of quirky. You know, they put me in a happy mood. But then you get something really serious, like Interstellar, um, and then even like The Dark Knight. You know what else? What what else was it? Um, I believe he does a soundtrack, War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. I'm not sure who does that one. I thought he did it, but I'm not. He might sure. have. Um, as a kid, I used to go to these things all the time called uh, the, the Jamborees. They were the there was the '93 Rock Jamboree, then they became the '98 Rock Jamboree, and it was a huge music festival. One of the things that got me pumped up was when you're, you're outside the gates um, and you could hear the really low bass rumble of the band's sound checking. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm about ready to see some of my favorite bands just crush it. And that got me pumped up and all I heard was a bass rumble. And to this day, I'll still hear it. Like I'll go to, when I did security for concerts, I would be working backstage which is not the coolest place to work because everyone seems to think oh you get to meet the bands nope you do not um i would rather be out front because then i'm actually getting to kind of see the performance backstage it just kind of all you do get is that bass rumble and i'm like man that's enough to get me pumped but it's like imagine being pumped the entire day but not ever being able to see the band that's kind of what that was like but uh those types of things got me and i remember i took you to see some of your favorite artists last year and you had a good time Mm -hmm. with that um you got a little emotional which is fine a little (laughs) um she was bawling her eyes out (laughs) yeah um but um i like how you brought up hans zimmer that's that's really really good Mm -hmm. um now let's just so so that that so you said Billie Eilish and someone else would you you listen to if you're like in a sad mood? Mm-hmm. Who would you listen to when you're in a good mood? Um, well, definitely Coldplay. 
Um, probably Khalid. And hold on, there was one more. I forgot what it was called. Oh, and Harry Styles with all the nudes to Barry. Slip, Slipknot. You listen to some Slipknot? No. No? Why not? I don't know what that is. Cannibal Corpse? I know what Rats is. You know what Rats? Oh, Rats. Oh, it's Ghost. Yeah, we sang that song in the car. Yeah, then. you know, well, Rat is an 80s band, but Rats is a song by Ghost, which is a catchy song. Well, <clears throat> um, well, oh, and you asked to listen to Iron Maiden. Yes. You like Iron Maiden, which is really cool because name any other 12-year-old that likes Iron Maiden um, and knows the words to Fear of the Dark. <laughs> um, but yeah, like music is one of those things in our life that um, is an out for us that kind of uh, pumps us up and gets us out of that funk that we're in. Um, imagine creating music. That's a whole other ball game. Um, when you're in a band, and this is kind of a pre-show, a pre-game show leading up to my show's image in the future where I'm going to showcase and talk about my life as a musician, tours I was on, uh, funny tour stories, and I'm trying to get some of my band's old music onto the computer so I could, um, at the end of every show or every episode, I could play a little snippet or a full song from some of the bands, some good, some not. Um, but when you're in a band, um, and I know Evelyn, you could, um, vouch for this. Um, the boring part of creating music is creating it and, um, being by yourself. But once you put all the puzzle pieces together and you add in the other instruments, it's like, oh, that's what the song's supposed to sound like. And it's like um, a puzzle. You have a, um, a bunch of pieces. You don't know where they go. And finally you realize, okay, so I'm going to do this verse here, this chorus here, do this, do that. Then their singer adds lyrics on top of that. And then each piece is a puzzle. At the very end, you have a big picture of, of it. And then you're like, we created that. That is awesome. And there's no better feeling. And I know that you were in... Uh, your school's um what do you call it concert is it a concert band what is it called christmas concert well it's not just a christmas concert you performed in a christmas concert but what's your class called just band music yeah just music. um and i remember you came home and you had your guitar part and you're like daddy listen i got a guitar part and i'm listening to it i'm like that's cool is that it and you're like yeah i'm like oh i didn't know that awesome good job i mean it's better than i could play but then when i went and saw the christmas concert you were a little piece of a big puzzle which was awesome because you were an important piece of that puzzle if you weren't in that puzzle piece it wouldn't be the same thing right Mm -hmm. so i think that's pretty cool um and then it's kind of makes you feel good when you create something especially if it's something you wrote like lyrics i think lyrics are cool i i wrote lyrics a long time ago um i tried creating my own song it wasn't that good i'm not gonna lie um it was it was it was basically like um just rhyming you know i i it it didn't really make any sense what i was trying to get at um but it, it helped me get my mind off things and music and the reason why I bring this up again is music is, I believe, one of the things that saved my life. Um, back when um, I wasn't really a Christian boy, uh, music was one of the, the things that I went to. 
I never went to alcohol. I, I don't, like a, like you guys know on the show, I don't really drink. Uh, I'll have a sip or two with with the captain. Um, and then um, I've never smoked anything or done any drugs in my life, which is something I'm pretty darn proud of. Um, and I had to explain a lot when I was trying to get hired on at police agencies because they didn't believe me. And then I'm like, yeah, no, I've, I've been around it at many concerts, but I've never done it. And then on my lie detector test, he's like, I'll be darned, you're telling the truth. I'm like, oh, why would I lie about it? And well, it's just something that I just, I don't like it. I mean, it's, I mean, it's something my parents said, hey, it's bad. So I'm like, I'm not going to do it. And I never did it. And this may become a shock, but I haven't done it either. <laughs> yeah, you better not, you better not have. Um, and well, you know. You have good parents. That's why you haven't done it. Well, I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, I mean, it, it's all around you, and it keeps you. I think it keeps you out of trouble. Now, the thing is, is how with with music. We'll get back on that. How much do lyrics influence you? Because people have said that music influences people a lot. Does it? Um, has music ever influenced you negatively? Not really. Maybe like sometimes where. I'm feeling fine, but I hear the singers and they sound like actually like you can tell they actually sound sad and they're not just doing it for the song. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that makes me kind of sad because I feel like I can tell that they are truly upset about something and it right. makes me upset. But like personally, I don't think like it's ever made me like affected me neg- negatively. Yeah, I yeah I'm the same way. I. I mean, I, I, I'm funny like this. If you were to look at my playlist on Spotify, it is very funny. I have everything from uh, music from my church that I go to to Marilyn Manson. I'm all across the board. I don't have any country or any rap on my, um, my phone because um, I will argue with Wilson to the end times. He, Wilson goes... Uh, what's he say? I think it says country is God's music. No. <laughs> um, I just, I can't get into it. Um, I really can't. I think the only person I could ever get into country wise, Garth Brooks, that's about it. Um, Toby Keith was kind of good when I saw him live cause I was doing security for him. Um, but other than that, um, I gotta get my blood flowing with music. Um, I listen to a lot of eighties stuff and honestly, I don't really listen to the lyrics a lot. Um, there are some songs that I go back and I'll listen to the lyrics and I'm like, man, that was deep. Um, but that's generally like after the like 50 millionth time listening to the song and I really want to dissect the song. But as a musician from like myself, I, you know, I play multiple instruments now. I'll go listen to the drums first, then I'll go back and I'll listen to just like the, um, the bass, then the guitar then I go back to the vocals. I mean, half the stuff I listen to has like a lot of f words in it, <laughs> so I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, it is what it is. But I'm like, man, you know, it, it doesn't influence me. I mean, you know me. It's not like I'm out using the f word every every day because it doesn't influence me. I actually kind of like rap sometimes. Well, we're gonna talk after the show. <laughs> we're gonna talk because um, you know, you will be sleeping outside if you bring that. That devil music in no, the house. No, it's not. It's like Drake or something. Drake? I don't see. I don't. Is that really rap? I think it is. Man, see now. <laughs> if you're, if, if you're like, you know, I like Two Live Crew, Daddy, or What's that? you know, exactly, or you know, N.W.A. or 
um, yeah, absolutely. Tupac or whatever. Oh, I think I know what that is. You think you know what that is or who I've he heard was? Of it, <laughs> heard was. of it. It's, it's a Tupac is a guy, not an it. It's not a band. It's him. I like how I call children it. <laughs> but no, I think it's good. I think music is a good outlet for everybody. Um, a lot. I mean, this is just my personal belief. I mean, a lot of people think that music influences people to do bad things. Um, I think it influences people to do more good than bad mm-hmm. um, because it's a, it's an out and there's so much of it. Um, I One thing that I will definitely stand by is I think that uh, the creation of music is very, very important. Like I've always told you, Evelyn, that, um, you know, I don't care if you don't play any sports. I want you to learn one instrument because drumming for me is one of the things that saved my life um i've had family members that have passed away and the one thing that was i mean my family was always there but the one thing that always let me um i guess you would say uh i could always vent to was my drum set and drumming is a very aggressive instrument so literally you could beat the crap out of it and so you get your aggression out that way um, and you were too little to remember me drumming in the bands I was in, but I used to hit really, really hard. And you could tell my emotions on how I was feeling on how hard I was hitting. You know, because if I'm hitting really hard, like I'm trying to break stuff, that's probably because I'm mad at that moment because I hit my hand on something and it hurts. Um, if I'm just cruising along, that means I'm feeling it. You know, so music was, or drums were always there for me, so I could always vent. Granted, you know, I could talk to my family, I could talk to my friends, but there's some sort of aggression I needed to get out because I'm, you know, I, I, I got, back then I had a lot of anger issues that I, just, I needed to process and that was one thing for me, you know, and unfortunately you can't go and, you know, if you're playing a clarinet, you can't sit there and rock out to your clarinet. I mean, you can if you're Kenny G or something. Who? My mom will tell you. Okay. It's my mom's favorite guy, Kenny G. Oh, he plays the, uh, I think it's the clarinet. Um, uh, so that would be my stomach. I'm not sure if you can hear that. I may edit that out. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> so speaking of music, my, my tummy likes to make noises too. Um, so, I mean, I would like to hear from you guys. Um, on Facebook at the Real WTH Show, like yeah. what's some uh, music that you listen to that uh, gets you in a good mood? Uh, I mean, obviously a good mood. You don't. No one really likes to listen to music that puts them in a bad mood. But like music that I mean, that would be like for me Christmas music. Uh, yeah. Christmas. Oh, oh man, I'll be like at a grocery store and I hear that Charlie Brown song. Christmas time. Oh, my. Your voice uh, yeah. is Yeah. See, I'm not a singer. Christmas time is here. It, it's, a, it's like, so. wow, those kids sound really happy singing that song. Um, or that Paul McCartney song. It, I just can't stand I mean, Because I'm in grocery stores all day. So that's all I hear. Um, but I want to know what music uh, gets you uh, going. Like, what uh, music, what's your go-to music uh, when you're feeling sad or... If you're around the house uh, cleaning up, uh, what's on your playlist? Like, I, I love hearing stories about, like, what's on your playlist. Uh, my, like I said, mine is very, very diverse. So, 
Um, yeah, we're uh, we're trying to uh, get the gang back together, uh, Wilson and I. He's off having a, an adventure right now, which is cool. That's exactly why we set up these breakout shows. Um, and then I'm not sure when, but maybe we'll do another call-in show. But we are, we're still here. We're still trucking along. We're still doing good. And I was very fortunate enough today to have my, my sidekick next to me. We've been <laughs> hanging out all day. We went and got the oil change in my car today, which is always fun. Um, and then uh, we went to... Uh, lunch at one of our favorite places. Yes. Um, which I'm gonna give them a plug right now. It's Sizzle Mongolian Barbecue in Rockland. Uh, amazing. Yes, I ate too much. My stomach hurt really bad. It was so good. Apparently, my stomach's now telling me that was probably a bad idea. <laughs> and then, um, then we went to the mall and hung out for a bit. And then Evelyn got to check something off of her bucket list, thanks to like me. Like four things. Like four things, and you could tell the world what you did. Go ahead, Evelyn. So, like, I've always wanted a Tesla, and I um, have always wanted to get in one. I've seen them, but I've never, like, been in one. And I've also wanted to play, like, the Mario Kart game they have in there. And all the cool things in the toy box they have. So we were at the mall, and we were looking at one of those board things that say, like, where everything is. And my dad was like, there's, like, that T that has a Tesla T. The we logo. Like, yeah, we were like, what is that? And we walked around the mall and found the Tesla store. And we were like, oh my gosh. And there was a Tesla in there. And I was like, dad, let's not go in. They're going to like kick us out. And I was like, and he was like, no, just, just go in. So we walked in and they like wanted me to get in the car. And I was like, okay. And the workers did. They said, go ahead, yeah. get in. Yeah. I was so nervous because I was like, I've always wanted to do this. And it was so weird because I'm only 12. And if you sit down in a car, like, I could already touch the brakes, and I was really confused. I was, like, in the seat was, like, it was just really comfortable. Like, the chairs were, like, really comfortable. And I, like, knew all the settings and stuff like that, and I got to play the game I wanted on there. And it was just really nice because I actually got to get a lot of things off my bucket list. So thank you, Dad. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, it's cool because, uh, you know, I told her Tesla, I mean, it's not my bag of tea. But it got her more interested, kind of. Well, I mean, it's just a car that I have really no interest in ever getting. Um, but I, it is a car that's interesting in general because it's different. It's new and I don't know a whole lot about them because they're all electric. Um, but, uh, the guy goes, Hey, did you see the three trunks? I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, yeah, the frunk, the trunk and, and the, the unk. unk. So I get, cause there's no engine, it's batteries and it's underneath the car. So the front of the car is an engine. The back of the car has, sorry, the front of the car has a trunk. The back of the car has a trunk. And then you lift up like where, usually where your spare tire will go. There's like a big area in there as well for, that's also a trunk. It's like an, it's like a trunk basement, if so you like will. like when you're going, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. When we're going out. It's go my show. How dare, how dare you cut me off? No, I'm kidding. Go when you go on a road trip, it's like, I know I always hate it when you go on road trips and like there's stuff surrounding you and you're like kind of like claustrophobic. So I feel like if you like went on a road trip with a Tesla, like everything would just be in all the trunks and then you wouldn't have to have a bunch of stuff around you. Oh, like you're saying it's too crowded because there's only so much trunk space in a normal mm -hmm. car that we end up putting everything in the back seat with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, 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 oh, and the seats, yeah, they're pretty comfortable. Um, but yeah, so. She seems to think that she's gonna get a Tesla as her first car, but she's probably gonna end up getting like a, like a, 
Dodge Spec or something like that. Spec? Okay, listen up, mister. I know it's gotta be my first car. I'm not rich rich. I'm trying to tell you here that I'm not gonna get like a Ford or something or like a Honda or a Camry. I'm not gonna get a Tesla, but one day, one day, I'm telling you guys, I'll come back. Next time I'm here, I'll have a Tesla. No, next time you're here, like on the show? Yeah. So you're, okay. So you're saying that I'm going to be recording this show till you're old enough to drive and that you're never going to come back to the show until you have a Tesla. Watch me actually get one and you're going to be like, I want to ride it, please. And you're going to be on the streets like, help, I want a Tesla. And I'm like, no, it's no. mine. I'll be like overpowering you. You see my car. I really don't care about cars. I just. I love cars. I know more about cars than him. This is this true. But I go from A to B. And as long as I get me to work from work to church and back, I'm good to go. I don't need to have it look cool. I don't need it to have these little colored lights like the guy we saw this morning oh when we were driving. Um, I was scared of that dude. That guy was creepy. He was like staring at you. I was like, oh my gosh, daddy's going to hit us. No, that guy was weird. Um, but I don't need anything lifted, lowered. Um, I do like a good sound system in, in the car, though. Cause, it was really nice. Yeah. There was like a whole bunch of like, bass drum in it. Yeah, it did sound pretty clear. I think the gla- the the roof was all glass, too. Yeah, you could, like, see everything. I was like, no need for sunroof. Have the roof. Pretty cool. So, anyways, everybody, yeah, let us know um, what your music that you go to is that to put you in a good mood, that makes you tap your foot, that um, that will turn your day around. Um, I'd like to hear from you guys. You can find us on The Real WTH Show on Facebook and Instagram. Um, you can email us at the real WTH show at gmail.com or you could call us at 916-259-3030. And like I said, this is going to be kind of like a, a warm-up show to all of my life as a musician, which up to just a couple years ago has been pretty consistent. I've been playing music up to about a few years ago. Then, um, I just don't really have the time for it anymore, but I still uh, uh, get my, um, I guess, my therapeutic out by doing the show mm-hmm. and hanging out. And, you know, I got a family, so it's kind of a, you know, they take up a lot of time and that's where I want to devote my time. So, um, do you know how we say our outro? No. Okay. You got to say, I'll see you then or I'll see you another time, okay? I'm going to point to you. Mm-hmm. So, ladies on the Minjay. I'll see you then, or I'll see you another time. Jobin'.